0: When you save on auto insurance for driving safe with USAA SafePilot, you'll feel like a big deal. Even in a traffic jam. Save up to 30% with USAA SafePilot. Restrictions apply. There's only one road into Key West, but you won't believe where it can take you. Travel back in time to a city rich with history. Discover amazing artists and musicians. Taste seafood fresh off the boat. Or just kick back and soak up the island vibe. For more about Key West, visit flakeys.com. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal.
1: You at Maps, Say, <laughs> Do you have it? Now, this is the cross-reference. What did James say? He prayed earnestly. That's what James said. The leader of the church At Jerusalem. That's what James said. And Elijah, the Tishbite, verse 1, of the inhabitants of Gilead, said to Ahab. As the Lord God of Israel lives, before whom I stand, there shall not be dew nor rain these years except at my word. Your neighbor missed it. James said he prayed earnestly. What he actually did was just talk to Ahab. Let me talk over here because y'all get it over here. James said he prayed earnestly. He, he, He prayed hard. He was serious about it. But when you look at what he actually did, He just talked. He spoke to Ahab and said, listen, I know you're the king married to that woman called Jezebel. But as the Lord lives, it's not raining until I say it can. Thus and so. What the Honorable Elijah the Tishbite is teaching you and I, oh, come on, come on. Come on, <laughs> God puts so much stock in what I say that when I'm just talking to you, the Bible says I'm praying earnestly. See, this is why the enemy tries to get negative people to come around you so you can start talking to one another about negative stuff because now you're praying something negative. Because if you just talk, somebody say, all you got to do is talk. If you just talk, the Bible will call that earnest prayer. Earnest with me. I'm serious about it. I mean it. Are you still here? I said, are you still here? The words that we speak into the atmosphere are considered petitions. Prayer. Are you here? Now I'm gonna now walk you through it. You ready to walk through it? Go to John 10. Go to John 10. Let me walk you through it. Let me show you who you really are. Because, see, you're not some little grasshopper. You're not some loser. You're not somebody that's just trying to make it. I'm going to tell you what God called you. Now, how many people, okay, go to John 10 and then look at me. Go to John 10 and look at me. Now, how many people believe the Bible is the word of God? So if the word says it, it is. You believe that? All right. Okay, good. So now when we read this, your neighbor can't say, well, I don't believe that. Because they just told me, and the Bible says that's earnest prayer. John 10, verse 33. The Jews answered him, saying, For a good work we do not stone you, but for blasphemy, and because you, being a man, make yourself God. They're saying, we're going to stone you not because you're doing good things, but you say you're the Son of God to help, help your neighbor. Jesus answered them and said, "Is it not written in your law? I said, you are Gods." If he called them gods, to whom the word of God came and the scripture cannot be broken, do you say of him who the Father sanctified and sent into the world, you are blaspheming because I said I'm the son of God? Y'all want to go a little deeper? Uh, Let's go. Let's follow the cross reference. Let's go right there to Psalm 82.6 where the scripture originally appears. I feel like preaching tonight. I'm going to help you understand how how, the reason God honors just what you say. Psalm 82.6. Psalm 82.6. When you get it, say I have it. Are you ready to read it? You just read it. Ready to read. Stop. I'm not just some dusty road trying to make it loser. I'm not just somebody that, you know, hopefully God will do something good for me. I just, because I want you to read it. I, I don't want you to say Bishop told me nothing. Ready, read. God says, when I made you in my, Teshalam, my image, to and in my likeness, God is a speaking spirit. For the Father is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in. God says, when I made you in my image, your face ain't my image. Your spirit is my image. Are you still here? Touch your neighbor and say, are you still here? Which means that if I was originally created in his image. Let me me slow it down. If I was originally created in his image and in his likeness, what God essentially did is said, I'm going to make another me and put them in the earth. Heaven is where I rule, but I'm going to give man, Adam, dominion over the earth. Why did the animals, when Adam Adam called them zebra, a zebra is still a zebra today? Why? Because God says, I have said to you, you are me in the earth. Amen. 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 Now, don't get it twisted. You ain't God but you are his exact replication in the earth. So the reason God put so much stock into what you say and he lets what you say come to pass and he lets what you say be called prayer is because how did he do everything? And God, and there, I wish somebody would get what I'm saying. God says, just follow my pattern. I said it, and it was, and I saw it was good, and I moved on to something else. Are you, are you, are you here? God didn't have to, watch this, the moment he made man, hear me, he didn't redo it. And he didn't spend 15 days saying, okay, how are we going to do this? A little stressed out. A little worried about this. No. God says, this is why you got to watch this, the connection, stay with me. What gets in your ear controls your thoughts. What controls your thoughts controls your mouth. Your mouth controls your environment. Stay with me. This is your Bible. What God said is, The moment I said earth spin. It never stopped spitting. It never stopped. So the moment I say God give me peace. He never stops giving me that. You're not hearing what I'm saying. You're not hearing what I'm saying. God has said. I made a mini me. Again, don't get it twisted. You are not him. There's one. But he said, I want something. I want sons and daughters. See, angels do my bidding. I tell them to go, they go. I tell them to stop, they stop. I tell them to slay a city, they slay a city. But I'm giving you a great opportunity to create, not be a victim to. Most Christians, you know, most Christians, we're running from something. And we run and you notice in Ephesians 6, you never got armor for your back because you ain't supposed to run from nothing. You're supposed to stand up like Elijah and say, as the Lord God lives, thus and so, according to my word, you didn't hear what I just said. That's why Jesus said, ah, please, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, go over here and it'll go over there. Be cast into the sea and it'll go into the sea. Now, it may act like it don't hear you. But that's just part of the movie. Tell somebody, say, that's just part of the movie. Go to Ecclesiastes 5.6. Are y'all still here? Uh, well, uh, Ecclesiastes 5.6. Ecclesiastes 5.6. Ecclesiastes, Ecclesia, the called out. This is a book written to the church folk. Ecclesiastes, <coughs> go down to verse number 5, or chapter 5, verse 6. Are you here? Are you here? I got a few minutes. Here we go. Ecclesiastes 5, 6. Watch this. Don't let your mouth cause your flesh to sin. Watch this, nor say before the messenger of God, what is that? The angel. Don't tell the angel what you said was an error. This is why you check your stuff before it ever gets out of your mouth. Because this is a book written to church folk. And he says, church folk, don't you let your mouth cause you to sin. What's the sin? You said something you shouldn't have said. And when you said it, that angel was hastening to you. It was ready to go do what you asked it to do. Let me back it up. You have, when you were saved, the Bible says God gives angels. I'm going to do a whole thing on angels. It gives angels that they come and they, they're to keep you. They encamp you. They protect you. All this. God says, I assigned them to you. I assign messages to you, angels, powerful things. One angel can slay hundred eighty-five thousand men. Are you here? Powerful. Somebody say powerful. powerful. But we were still created with even more authority than they. Remember, we looked at the scripture. It says a little lower than angels, but they didn't put what was actually said because they didn't want to be controversial. You look it up. It says a little lower than Elohim, God Himself. Are you still here with me? The Bible says, don't have to say to the angel, whoops, I didn't mean to say that. Why should God be angry at your excuse and destroy the work of your hands? I need you to stay with me. God says, your mouth, I equate to your work. See, a lot of folks want to work hard, but I, uh, but I learned how to work smart. See, It can take you 20 years to do it, but man, I, I'm taking the two-year route. It can take you two years to do it, I'm taking the two-week route. Because I understand my mouth, the Bible says, is the work of my hands. You're not hearing what I'm saying. So the Lord says, don't you start getting so impatient and so angry and so negative that you start saying stuff. You have to say, oops, Lord, I take that back. I didn't mean to say that. Because the Bible says, why should God listen to your excuse and undo what you just did? Are you still here? This is why the Bible says you got to give an account for every idle word that you speak. Why? Because angels are making what you say happen. I mean, we're talking about prayer. It's not just what you do when you get on your knees and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, now lay me down to sleep. God says, since you're my image, whatever you say, Go to Exodus, and if you, I'm just, not, no, I'm just saying, in your own personal time, in your own personal time. Go to Exodus, and you will read and see. God says to Moses, Moses, to Pharaoh, you are God. See, you're running from your circumstances, and your circumstances are waiting on you to use your mouth. You're sitting there, big, oh, I don't know all this economy. What are you talking about? It's great for me. Does your neighbor say it's a great economy for me? It's the best it's ever been. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So watch this. Stay with me. Go to Psalm 103:20. Psalm 103:20. Psalm 103:20. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Are you ready? Are you ready? Here we go. Psalm, if, if you need a couple minutes, say, I need a couple minutes. Amen. Okay, y'all got to get the tape. Psalm 10320, here we go. Are you ready? Bless the Lord, you, his angels, who excel in strength, who do his word, heeding the voice of his word. Okay, now let me, let me connect it. Let me me connect this for you. Let me me actually go go ahead and go over to Exodus so you can see it for yourself. Let me connect these dots for you. Go to Exodus and 6. Matter of fact, go to Exodus 7. Exodus chapter 7. Exodus 7. We'll just get right to it. And then I got seven minutes. You ready? Exodus seven and one. The Lord said to Moses, "What is Moses? A man? So write your name above Moses' name. It's okay. God ain't gonna get you if you write in your Bible. Hey, I, I promise he won't. If you don't, if you have a thing about writing your Bible, write it in your notepad. You'll see, obedience is better than sacrifice. All right. Exodus seven one. So the Lord said to say your name. One more time, just to make sure. So the Lord said to say your name. See, I have made you as God to Pharaoh, and Aaron your brother shall be your prophet. What did we just read? Psalm one hundred three twenty. They hasten to perform. His word. So since I'm in his image, in the spirit realm, the angel can't differentiate between me and him. The devil can't differentiate between you and him. Demons can't differentiate between you and him. Your finances can't differentiate between you and him. Dead situations can't make a difference between you and God himself. So when I speak, God honors. When you speak to your finances, not bishop. Are you still here? Say, my words are powerful. God considers that what you say, prayer. What you say about your kids when you're talking to your friends. God says, you're praying. What you say about your marriage when you're talking to your friends. What you say about your life when you're talking to your friends. God says, you're praying. And angels are listening. And you know what they're doing? Exactly what you said. This is why when you get angry, you got to come up with another response method. When you get angry, (laughs) when you feel like giving up, don't you ever say that. When you feel like throwing in the towel, don't you ever say that because I just proved a really good case to you. Now, I got four minutes. Say praise. And worship. I'm just going gonna, gonna to touch the iceberg of this and, and, we, and we're going to be done. Watch this. The word praise means this. It means appreciating. And what what does it mean? If your house appreciates, what happens? The value increases. So when we say let's praise God, what we're saying is let's increase his value to us. Are you here? Say praise. Is a weapon. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. You missed it. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but what mighty to God for the what our weapons are not write this down Genesis 14:20 write this down it is the first time in scripture that the English word praise appears. In fact, uh, 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 let's go there real quick. Genesis 14.20. Genesis 14.20. Am I helping anybody? This is the first time the English word praise appears in Scripture. Watch this. Genesis 14.20. Well, look here who he's talking about. Abram. The man through whom which our covenant is. Are you here? And blessed be God, most high. Who has delivered your enemies into your what? Hand. And he gave him a what? Tithe of what? All. Now, I'm reading New King James, but if you go to the, uh, go to Amplified or, or King James, this is the first time the English word praise appears. Is right in here. Are you still here? Watch this. Praise is our response to what God has done. Will do. What he's done and what he will do. But I prove my praise by an external action. I can't praise him in my heart. I, I, I. y'all want to go. Y'all, y'all want to go real quick. Deuteronomy ten twenty one. Deuteronomy ten twenty one. Let's look. Let's take. Let's build a case. You ready? Deuteronomy ten twenty one. We're gonna walk through it. We're gonna go through these scriptures w- real quick. Deuteronomy ten twenty one. He is your praise, and he is your God, who has what? Huh? For you, these great and awesome things which your eyes have seen. He did something. Go to Judges 5. Go to Judges 5. Judges 5, verse 3. Hear, O kings, give ear, O princes. I even, I will sing... To the Lord, I will sing to the Lord God of Israel. External action. Go to First Chronicles 23. I told you, we're going to go real quick. First Chronicles 23 and 5. 4,000 were gatekeepers and 4,000 praised the Lord with what? Musical instruments which i made, said David, for what? Giving praise. The reason praise and worship is so important is because God is saying, I made that stuff so I could get glory out of it. I heard some preacher talking about, well, that's what we don't praise with musical instruments. That ain't in the Bible. You are lying. Read the book. Second Chronicles 7 and 3. Let's go. Second Chronicles 7 and 3. Again, I'm going to go through it real quick. When all the children of Israel saw how fire came down and the glory of the Lord on the temple, they bowed their faces to the ground on the pavement and worshiped and praised the Lord, saying, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. 2 Chronicles 30. 2 Chronicles 30. In verse 21. Y'all all right? So the children of Israel who were present at Jerusalem kept the feast of unleavened bread seven days with great gladness. And the Levites and the priests, what? praised the Lord day by day. How'd they do it? Singing to him accompanied by loud instruments. It was loud. Tell somebody say it was loud. <laughs> I'm going to leave that alone. Okay, go to Ezra. Ezra. You just go right over to the very next, very next book. Ezra 3. Ezra 3. So don't let nobody ever tell you, you're too loud. Don't watch, everybody going to be loud. Don't let nobody tell you, you're too loud. Uh, what Here you go? three. Go to verse 10. When the builders laid the foundation of the temple of the Lord, the priests stood in their vestments or their priestly apparel with trumpets and the Levites, the sons of Asaph. Asaph's very interesting because he's the chief of the Levites. He's one of the chief musicians and he's also a prophet. With symbols to praise the Lord. how they do it? With the priests in their vestments. With trumpets and cymbals. To do what? Praise. Verse 11. And they what? Sang. How? Responsively. They didn't watch the Levites sing. They said, What are the words? Because I'm going to sing them. And if I'm singing the wrong words, that's all right, because I'll sing a new song unto the Lord. And so maybe I ain't singing the words exactly like the song goes, but that's all right. I'll make my own song because I'm responsive to the praise. They didn't watch a show. Praising and what? Giving thanks to the Lord. What they say, he's good and his mercy endures forever toward Israel are you here? We looked at this last week. Praise sets ambushes against your enemies and it confuses them. It makes no sense to the devil how you're praising God in the midst of bad stuff that's going on in your life. He's a little slow and so he gets confused. And so he's saying, I know they're going through hell, but they're still shouting about him. So it must not be working. I know stuff ain't working out the way they want it to, but they're still praising God. They're still coming to church. They're still giving their offering. They're still tithing. Apparently, my attack didn't work. You ought to look at somebody and say his attack didn't work. It, it couldn't stop my praise. It couldn't stop my worship. It wasn't going to stop me from coming to church. Sure, my marriage may not be everything I want it to be, but I will bless the Lord at all times. And his praise shall continually. My soul shall make it boast in the Lord. The others shall hear thereof, And I wish somebody would just let the devil know I'm still here.